Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. I see we have more uh, college students back. Andrew's back. Mally's back. I didn't even hear her, and that's amazing. Mally's back. <laughs> uh, we got some more back here. I don't know. Jack, uh, Jackson's already been back, so he doesn't count. <laughs> But it's good to have everybody back, at least for a few days. Tonight we'll have one song. Uh, David will have our announcements. Uh, two more songs. And Thomas has our devotional this evening. If you would, let's stand for our first song. It's number 866, I Will Call Upon the Lord. I will call upon the Lord. Good evening, church family. <clears throat> a couple of announcements before we begin. Um, uh, remember to put on your calendars January the 4th, uh, the, the Stepping Stone Supper, and there's also an elders meeting going on. So put that in your calendars. Also, January the 21st, we'll be having a chili cook-off. So if you think you have the best chili, let's find out. There will be a little trophy, from what I heard, and uh, so it should be a lot of fun. But that's January 21st at 1 o'clock. Uh, Katie is planning on, Katie Trevathan is planning on going on a mission trip to, oh my goodness, Ecuador. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I think so. But she's uh, going to be going to Ecuador to help some orphans and that kind of stuff. So she's taking donations for a mission trip if you... Um, have any questions or anything, please see her. Um, also, there's a sign-up sheet for the holiday dinner. If you have not signed up tonight, it's the last night to sign up. Um, if you don't have uh, plans for the holidays, uh, there will be a dinner right after services on Sunday morning. Also, next Wednesday, we'll have a devotional only. There will be no Bible class. Um, so please uh, remember next Wednesday, devotional only, no Bible class. Uh, updates in our prayer list. Remember, continue to keep Clinton Galloway in your prayers and keep his daughter Barb in your prayers as well. They're suffering from uh, the flu. 
We're going to continue to keep Gary's brother, Terry, in your prayers as well. Um, I see he's going through his cancer treatments, and uh, it's good to see Gary without the sling, if you haven't noticed. Um, can you high-five now, or is it still... <laughs> Take that out, man. Showed us. <laughs> Give him high five. <laughs> Not too hard, though. Not too hard. But uh, it's good to see that he's out of sling. Marin, continue to keep Steve Rowe in your prayers as well. Marin, continue to pray for Jennifer Baker and Amber Spritzer as they are dealing with their cancer treatments. And uh, keep uh, Brian Kelly's uh, family in your prayers as his sister passed away. Uh, this week, so keep uh, that the Kelly family in your prayers as well. That's all the announcements I have. Is there anything else I may have missed? I right, just go to God in prayer at this time. <clears throat> Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for all the many blessings you give us, Lord. We thank you so much for letting us come here to, together, Lord, to learn more about you, to to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. That. We'll grow stronger spiritually, Lord, and always let your light shine. Lord, we ask you this time to still continue to be with our elders and be with the work that they do here, Lord. Give them the wisdom and strength that they need. Lord, and as they, as they run, as they do your work and then they're servants of you. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our sick, be with the ones that are in the hospital that are sick with a cold or the flu or or cancer, Lord, we ask you to be with all those on our sick list, Lord. We ask you to comfort them, be with their caretakers, be with the doctors who are taking care of them, and the nurses, Lord. We ask you to bless them as well, Lord. Lord, and let them get the full health back soon, Lord. We ask you this time to continue to be with our widows and shut-ins, Lord, and let us, be, let us continue to be an encouragement to them. Lord, we ask you to be with our youth, Lord, here at Rome, Lord. We ask you to to guide and direct them, Lord, through your word and, and help us to help them, Lord. Let them always look to you first in their lives, then family second, Lord. We ask you to, the, that they will never stray away from you, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to be with us the rest of this week, to watch over us, let your light shine in us, Lord, that we will be able to reach and save the lost as you want us to do. Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. <clears throat> Our next song is number 500, 500, O Thou Fount of Every Blessing. O Thou Fount of Every Blessing, do my
song before our lesson this evening is number Christ in Christ alone.
evening. All right, today I'm going to be talking about being worried. So something that my parents do a lot, especially my mom, <laughs> they, worry, they worry a good bit. And I, I'm not really, I'm not complaining about that because it just shows that they care for me, you know? But sometimes they, they care a little bit too much. So worry, worry is like, it really just holds you back. That's what it does. And it makes us focus on things that aren't really worth focused on, being focused on. So like material things in this world, they don't, they don't matter. They shouldn't matter. But we value them because we're worried about our earthly world instead of, you know, our afterlife in heaven. <coughs> Sometimes we worry about other people, other people's faith instead of our own. Like, I know you guys have probably all heard this story in Luke uh, 6, verses 41 through 42. You don't have to turn there. But it's the, it's the story about putting, wait, hold on, I'm sorry. It's about, you know, looking at somebody else's eye and seeing a speck of sawdust and not recognizing the plank of wood in your own eye. So putting somebody else's faith in front of your own is not gonna get you into heaven. It's what matters about our faith. So God does love it whenever we spread his word, but first we have to look at ourselves and we have to have that firm foundation so we can spread his word. <clears throat> Yeah, so we tend to worry about everything else besides our own faith. We, like I said before, we look at worldly matters and we put them above our own spiritual matters. <clears throat> uh, if you would, please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to be starting in verse 25. Matthew 6, verse 25. It says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Uh, I really want to focus to that last that last sentence, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? So, really, scriptures right here is telling us what really matters in this world. And it's not, it's not our body, it's not, it's not living on this earth, it's living for him. <clears throat> so, What's the point of worrying about our own bodies on this earth when, you know, we've got that eternity in heaven? <clears throat> okay, let's continue in verse 28. <clears throat> and why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. Oh, yeah. 
They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For those pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow, tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Uh, okay, remember that, uh, I'm sure you've heard this a lot in scripture, but uh, you have little faith. Remember that. Because <clears throat> that's said uh, five times throughout the New Testament, and every time it's said, there's usually a meaning behind it. And well, I'm actually going to mention another story that uses that exact same thing, that exact same phrase uh, in a second. <clears throat> but basically what, you know, those verses is saying that <clears throat> God's going to do everything for us. If we just put all of our trust in him, we can just sit back. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I really wish I brought a water because like, my mouth's getting a little bit dry. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, he's loving. He's, he's going to care for us if we confide in him. <clears throat> there's, there's a lot. A, I could be here all day if I wanted to just talk about stories about, you know, people worrying and how it holds us back. <clears throat> but I, I was going to limit myself to about 15 minutes, so. So, okay, we want to all be like Jesus, right? Jesus, he never worried about... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already shaking, so I feel like I'm going to spill it, so... Let's hope I don't. So... <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, we wanna we wanna all be like Jesus. Jesus. Jesus never worried one bit. Okay, I want you, I want y'all to think. So, if we were told that if we were told the way that we were gonna die, we would all be worrying and we'd all be trying to prevent that from happening, right? Jesus knew how he was going to die from the moment he was born. And he did not worry a single bit. <clears throat> he had one purpose, and that was to, you know, die on the cross. And he was obedient to it, and he didn't worry about dying like we do today. <clears throat> and, you know, we were sitting here with one goal as well, and that's to give praise to him. And yet we still worry. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to read another story in Mark chapter 4, if you'd like to turn there. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's starting in verse 35. 
On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with them. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, <coughs> excuse me, he was in the stern asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with the great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? So, Jesus, so basically in short, everybody on this boat, they're worrying, they're scared that, you know, this storm is going to kill them. And then you just see Jesus on the boat just taking a nap. And, you know, just because they're so scared, they woke him up, and they were like, how are you not scared? And, you know, Jesus calmed the storm just because he's our, like, he's an almighty being. And he calmed the storm, and he said, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? <coughs> Excuse me. So, back to what I was saying about this phrase. There's like a meaning to get out of this. Jesus did not worry a single bit in this situation. And I think that's something we can really look up to. <clears throat> and I really want to elaborate on that. You have little faith because he's telling us, he's saying, you know, he knows that we're sinners and that we're going to fall short. But, and he knows that our faith if we had a perfectly strong faith in God, we wouldn't worry it at all. We wouldn't worry at all. And he knows that we're going to fall short. <clears throat> Scripture here is telling us that we need to cast all of our worries to God. First uh, Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. You don't have to turn here because it's kind of short. And most of you guys probably know it. <clears throat> says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. You know, he, all we have to do is praise him and let him do all the work. All we have to do is, you know, put her all into him, and he's going to make our path straight. <clears throat> now, some people have a type of worry that they can't help. Some people have it like medically diagnosed. So it's really hard for them not to worry. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul talks about <coughs> Sorry. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul talks about a thorn in his flesh which I think anxiety and you know all this worrying I think that can be a thorn in our flesh too and Paul continues to ask God to take this thorn out of his flesh and okay this is what he says 
You can turn here if you want. It's Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. It says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. <clears throat> for the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Our weaknesses are what, they're what bring, her, bring us closer to God. So the weaker we are, the more we're going to need him. So, for example, like professional athletes and actors, all these celebrities, you might think, hey, they're perfect people, but there's a reason why they struggle with following Christ, and that's because they think they're so perfect and they don't need to. <clears throat> but when we struggle, we, we need something, and usually we go to Christ. <clears throat> And, you know, one thing that we can do to take this pain of anxiety out of our, out of our mind is by praying. <clears throat> it may not cure what you have, but it's going to bring you closer to God. And if, if you pray and you're closer to God, you know, in the end, it's all going to work out. <clears throat> so if you're worrying and you feel like you just can't control it, God, he's going to take care of you. So, oh my goodness. I just want to end off on, you know, if you're worrying, just cast all of that, all your pain and all your worries onto God. It's okay to worry. God knows that we're going to fall short. But it's up to us to, you know, rely on God to take care of it. So if you have any needs tonight, please come forward as we stand and sing.
Would you pray with me, please? Uh, dear Lord, thank you for the stage you've given us today, Lord. Thank you for uh, bringing us all here tonight, Lord, to worship you and sing songs of praise and hear a great lesson from Thomas, Lord. And I pray that you will uh, be with us and help us to worry less, Lord, as we uh, come to the end of a year and everything, Lord. I know that everyone can be worrying about different things, and I pray that you'll just uh, help us to worry less and focus more on you, Lord. And I pray that you'll be with Amber Spritzer, uh, Judy Jordan, Trey Davis, and Lord, all those who are on the prayer list who are struggling with uh, various cancers, various illnesses, Lord, and I pray that you'll just be with them and watch over them, and I pray that you'll be with us all as we go out tonight back to our homes. I pray that you'll keep us safe from the ice that's coming, Lord, and I uh, thank you for everything you've blessed us with, and I ask all this in your son's name. Amen.